This is the worst start for the Dodgers over 40 games since they moved to Los Angeles in 1958. They're seven and a half games out of the division right now. Diamondbacks are running away with it. Diamondbacks and Rockies are running away with it. There's a chance the Dodgers might not make the playoffs. Swung on and missed strike three. Jansen strikes out Parra. And for the sixth consecutive season, the Dodgers are the best in the West. Well, that take aged well. Live from a city in Southern California. Sports fan, really? This is your guy? Come on, he didn't even make the Dodgers in the playoffs. Anyway, this is the informal program. Here's your alleged host, Daniel West. Yeah, I, I deserve that. I deserve all of that. Baseball. We have not done it enough. Now it is the time where we do it because it is the second season, the real season. It is the playoffs. And yes, I am the one. I am the one. That's right. I'll give it to me. Any more? Nah, ain't no positives and no L's. I take the L there. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Totally. You know what your statement was earlier? Too far. Hey, Daniel, the Dodgers are a good baseball team. And if you don't know... You know what that take was? Well, that's just terrible. You know what it was to say that? That's a terrible idea. All right, you, you guys done? Yeah, I'm done. Wait, hold on a minute. LeBron, how many straight uh, championships have the Dodgers won in the NL West? Not two, not three, not four, not five. That's a good one. That's a good one there. Okay, let, let's begin with this baseball thing here. Uh, we were at the game yesterday, actually. John, I didn't, well, explain what happened here. I didn't know you guys were going, so I bought separate seats. Yeah, so you ended up sneaking over with us because there was no one there. Too far. <coughs> Excuse me. Could you cover your mouth, please, man? I mean, really. I'm sorry, it just came over me. We were there at the game yesterday. Uh, Bagman, we were all there, actually. And then John came over to join us. What a game, man. What a game. The Dodgers, once again, are champions of the National League West. For the sixth consecutive season, the Dodgers are champions of the National League West. Congratulations! Yeah. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. So Bagman is predicting they're going to the World Series. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know about that, but... What we need to do here, because we really have not paid, paid baseball enough attention because there's a lot of stuff going on in the sports world. And let's be honest, regular season baseball and playoff baseball are two different sports. That cannot be denied. That is truth. That is not hyperbole. That is truth. They are two separate sports. One is a very calm, mild sport played essentially every day from the beginning of spring to the beginning of fall. Playoff baseball is the most intense sport in the world. Whoa, 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 No, no, I will fight that. I will give you Champions League soccer, and I will give you playoff baseball. You watch it as a neutral and tell me which one's more stressful. You know what? You might have a point. I'm telling you, because here's the thing about every other sport. Well, except cricket, but I don't know about playoff cricket. Oh, that's intense, man. Have you ever seen, like, a blackout in Australia? You made that up. I did. 
I would have followed you until the blackout part. I doubt they're doing blackouts and handing out rally towels in Australia. What? You don't think they're, they're fans enough? No, I think that's a very, <clears throat> excuse me, that's a very American thing. Playoff hockey. Okay. I'll give you that. Second is baseball, third is cricket. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get out of here with cricket. Well, are you going to offend the cricket people? You talk cricket next week, okay? Done. Okay, good. Steady up, boy. Excuse me? I just st- <laughs> steady up, boy. John, do you have a cold or something? What's going on back there? I'm sorry, I just... If we had microphones... If you were to see us on the obscure simulcasting network, you'd see that they have microphones, they just don't use them. They've never been plugged in. I can't plug them into anything. There's no outlets over here. Did it use phantom power? I don't think he means... No, he means... what? You mean an, like an electrical outlet? Yeah. That's not how microphones work, Dave. Okay. Um... Nice, nice call on the phantom power, though. Yeah. Not many people are going to get that reference, but... Oh, that was a joke? Yeah, it was a joke. Oh, I, oh, I, see, what you, I, see, what you, I see what you're doing now. That's funny. That's funny. It took me a minute. Just like the Dodgers to warm up. Okay. All right. Can you, all right. Okay. All right. Okay. I get it. I get it. I get it. I said 40 games into the year, they were the worst team that had ever been brought from Brooklyn. Yeah, I did. I did. Okay. Are we gonna are we gonna do this baseball thing? You're just gonna yuck it up. Oh, we can yuck it up if you want. No, I'm, I want to do the baseball thing. So we've said play, playoff hockey is number one, playoff baseball is number two. But the thing about playoff baseball that's different from every other sport except playoff cricket, which I need to look into, is there is no timer. Well, playoff hockey. Yeah. Well, no, that's different. There is no timer. You just have to get the outs. You just have to score, and that's what makes it so stressful. We were at the game yesterday. You can you can share stories if you want, but here's the thing: the Dodgers are up five nothing. Nil. Uh, oh, British Dave Rogers making a baseball appearance. Yes, it was a, it was an amazing match. Yeah. Um, Walker Bueller, excellent thrower. He was he was fantastic in the match. He was uh, he was man of the match for me. You know, I kind of like this idea of British Dave Rogers covering the the playoff baseball. Or is it British? What is it? Your official title is it British Dave Rogers or Dave Rogers doing an impersonation of John Champion? That's British Dave Rogers. What I discovered with the audience is no one actually knows who John Champion is if you don't watch football. So it is British Dave Rogers. Is it British Dave Rogers or English Dave Rogers? It's it's um it's Sky Sports Dave. Okay, I I like that one better. I like <laughs> the idea of Sky Sports Dave Rogers. So Sky Dave. Yes, sir. Uh, give us a preview. All right, let, let's do it this way. Give us a preview of the uh, National League Division uh, wild card game tonight. Okay, so Chicago Cubs. I like that you didn't use the. You're very in character. Thank you. So Chicago Cubs last year were one of the, the uh, best teams overall. They won the league by a mile. Uh, they went into this, this Champions League-like format. They, they won their, their first round uh, match. It was, I believe it was uh, like five legs, which is insane. They won that match. They moved on to play uh, Los Angeles Dodgers, and they were crushed. So this year, everyone thought they were going to win the league again. They did not win the league. They finished second to Milwaukee Brewers, and now they're in a one-game playoff match to see who will advance to the Champions League against uh, Colorado Rockies. So what happens tonight? I think they win. The Colorado Rockies have gone from Washington, D.C. to Los Angeles to Chicago within three days. Three days. They've traveled all over United States. What? Yes, it, it's incredible. So 
So I don't think they're going to win. All right. What is it, John? I've heard Phil Collins is a big fan of the wild card game. Phil, what's happening tonight? That's that's quality. Okay. I, I like that. So uh, Sky Sports' Dave Rogers has previewed that. So you, he's saying they're going to win. We don't do predictions around here, but you feel they're going to win. I just don't see a, a, a side that has traveled uh, to three different time zones within the was the Eastern time zone. Let me look at that, actually. But they've traveled to three different cities in the last three days. They, they haven't won, they won the first one. I don't think they're going to win that. I just don't see it. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, on the other side of the bracket, in the National League, we have the Dodgers and Braves. I, I, I'll be honest, I have not seen any of the Braves play. Is someone moving a car outside the studio? Uh, Laurie is moving. Okay, all right. Now he's, all right, very funny, very funny. Okay, so what we're going to do here is we're going to give you all the teams in baseball. All 30? No, the playoff teams. All 30. And we're going to just just basically tell you a little bit about them, all right? Does that sound good? That sounds excellent. All right, so let's begin with the, uh, the Dodgers. Los Angeles Dodgers. You right there? Still laughing at you. All right. <laughs> Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Okay. So the Dodgers, this is the sixth straight time. LeBron James, how many times have the Dodgers uh, won the National League West? Hey, that was my joke. I know, but I want to hear him say it again. Not two, not three, not four. Not five. And how many times have they been to the World Series? See, that's unnecessary. That's totally unnecessary. Hey, don't, John. John. Totally thank, thank you. Totally. Come on. So the Dodgers uh, came in. They, they didn't have a great season, as you heard. They were not great. They come back. They win the division. And they're, they got to be one of the favorites, obviously. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Atlanta Braves. We don't know much about the Atlanta Braves. I, well, I haven't at least. A couple years ago, even last year, they were bad, bad, really, really bad. Talk about shocking. They really were. Suddenly this year, they just rise up and they win the National League East. They beat the Washington Nationals, who I think everyone thought was going to win that division. So they're a good young baseball team. In a lot of ways, they're playing with nothing to lose. I mean, the World Series to lose, obviously. But honestly, they're a young team. They're a fun team, and they're just like, hey, we made the playoffs. Why not have some fun with it? Milwaukee Brewers. Kind of in that same boat, but they have Christian Yelich, who is having a, a, a fantastic season. He was on the Marlins last year. Apparently, he said, I don't want to be a part of this losing. He left. He is now in Milwaukee, and he is he's unstoppable right now. He is just an absolute monster. He got walked. Five times? Hey, well, hold on. LeBron, how many times did Christian Yeltsin get walked the other night? Not two, not three, not four. That's right. He got walked five times, and none of them were intentional. What? That's how scared people are of him. They just, they just can't pitch to him. He's hitting everything. He hit a home run that helped the, the Brewers get to this playoff series, win the division, and uh, he almost won the Triple Crown, which means he had the most hits in the league. I think the second most home runs and the most runs batted in, he assisted his teammates getting in. They're having a fantastic year. The Colorado Rockies. The Colorado Rockies are a team that a lot of people forget are in the league. If you're outside of Colorado, that's just the truth. I don't mean to be rude, but it's true. It's true. Everyone got it. Like if you're if you're doing those quizzes on. Uh, Major League Baseball, like, name all the teams, and you need, like, two teams. It's always like, oh, man, who's that Who's that? You know, West team? 
Uh, they play somewhere where it's like, a, um, and then time runs out, and it's always like the Rockies and the Rays are the teams. Oh. Yeah. So those are, those are the teams. So the Rockies this year, as you heard in the open of the show, the Diamondbacks, the Arizona Diamondbacks, who made the playoffs last year and played the Rockies in a one-game playoff, they were uh, the better team all season. Then the Rockies just showed up. They almost won the division. They have Charlie Blackman, who's one of the – what? That's his name. I'm just saying, our, our bosses, like after your thing last week with the quarterbacks, you got to be on – you got to be on uh, – you got to be careful here, man. That's his name, man. Okay, I'm not – Is he, though? No, he's not. That could be controversial. Dave, that's his last name. I'm going to say his last name, okay? But he spells it like mom. Okay, now we could get in trouble. Just stop. No, it's his name. It's, well, if you were to pronounce it, it's Blackman. Uh, okay, please. Turn his mic off or, or close the door, please. I don't, I don't need the litigation. Please, John. Um, yeah, Charlie Blackman, one of the best hitters in baseball is on the team. They have some young players, Trevor Story, Nolan Arenado. You're just naming athletes. No, I saw them play yesterday. You were at the game. You know that they're a good team. They are, but they're not winning tonight. What happened to British Dave? I just turned into him there at the end. Okay. Sky Sports Dave Rogers, not British Dave. There are five countries. Get it right. Okay, sorry. Chicago Cubs. Chicago Cubs were supposed to to win the division easily. What are they doing in this one-game wildcard situation? One of the best teams in the National League. So it's shocking that they're in this game right now. But the Cubs have high expectations, a lot of money, one of the best payrolls in baseball. And uh, if they lose tonight, it will be absolutely, absolutely shocking. Those are the National League teams. When we come back, we'll do the West on the Informal Program. You're listening to the Informal Program. And he met the American League. Amateur. All right, folks. Normally, this is the part in the show where uh, Dave gets us some sponsorship. Dave just openly admitted to me, we don't have anyone for today. Yeah. So here's what we're going to do instead. We're going to do something which uh, we should do more on the show here, which is just talk about ways you can follow the informal program and like us and do all that social media stuff. Our social media intern, we're in the process of getting a new one. When that happens, we'll do more on Instagram and stuff like that again. If you want to follow us on all the social media platforms, the major, the big three, um, LeBron James and all that. Yeah, just like that. You can follow us at uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, at Informal Program. That's our name for all three, at Informal Program. SoundCloud.com slash Informal Program is where you can find the show, some of our behind-the-scenes features that we've done, as well as the Local Five with Bagman will be up there every week. And we're mainly on iTunes and Google Play as well, but iTunes, go come uh, leave us a review and all that good stuff, and you can follow the show. Thanks so much for listening, and now it's time for Bagman. And now, a special edition from the news desk. It's a games update with Bagman. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Here from the uh, the headquarters studios, I, I'm playing the role. What was the guy's name? The guy with all the hair? The I was I, I needed it on a piece of paper. I'm not supposed to remember his name. It was Plutarch or something. No, it was Plutarch? I don't remember. Anyway, I'm that guy. Imagine me with blue hair on top of my bag, on top of my head. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the games are still going on. Coming up shortly, we will have a special edition of the show that, that focuses on the games. But tonight, we'd like to pay tribute to one battle that happened here. Uh, there were no casualties yet, but um, Penn State is wounded. They are recovering, but uh, they, they could have won this battle easily. What a valiant performance. What a valiant performance by young tribute Trace McSorley. They had the Ohio State tributes on the ropes, and they choked. 
and uh, were consumed by their own whiteout. What a sad day. But they are all right. We resume the show. I just can't believe the reason we were almost late. You are such a nerd. And now, back to the informal program. Not to mention, okay, well, I wanted the lemonade. That was on me. But, I mean, you got to tell the people why you're almost late to the Dodger game. That's true. Because we're taking public transport. You're not supposed to be late when you're taking public transport. Well, first of all, we were in the st station, and you wanted to eliminate, John. That's true. I was thirsty, which is a good thing, because guess who bought seats right in the middle of the desert? I forgot. I forgot. I admit, I forgot where the seats were, okay? I will admit that. Yeah, I come out of that tunnel, and I'm like, I don't think the sun is supposed to shine like this. I, I don't think we're on planet Earth. Okay. Tell the people why you were late. Okay, I was making a scorecard. <laughs> you were late. You were <laughs> you were almost late to a <laughs> game one sixty three because you had to get your scorecard right. <laughs> yeah, I made a scorecard. <laughs> that is the best thing I've ever heard. I love you so much. That is amazing. <sighs> Did it work out? Oh, it was a fantastic scorecard. I'm going to use that one more. Uh, like, because I got there, um, oh, man. <laughs> you didn't You didn't go with us, Dave. Yeah, I left y'all left. I, I left early at the station because I knew John was going to take forever. So I, I caught the first train there. And then I'm like, where are these dudes? And it turns out that, yeah, you were, uh, you were, you know, you guys walked up because you missed the national anthem and all that. And you walked up. Well, here's the other thing, too. Now, this would make for a fun story. We'll get to the American League in a moment. This is, this is a legitimate story of what happened at the station. And now it's time for story time with Daniel the Host. You, you had this planning? Yeah, if you ever told a good story, I was going to use it as imaging. I've never used it. Guess why? Okay. Very funny. So this is, this is a true story. This is what happened. We get it, okay? It's reality TV. It's a true story. Get on with it. Okay, man. I'm at the game. I need well, first of all I need to print off that ticket because that's now a, a memorabilia. Maybe one day I can A memorabilia? It's it's a piece of memorabilia I can have. I should get Walker Bueller to sign it sometime or something. I don't know. So I got the ticket on Sunday night. Excuse me. And I said, you know what, I don't need, basically because the printer here in the studios and our offices is like low on toner or something, and I don't want it to be halfway through the print job of the ticket with, you know, printing all the, the 40 pages of manuscript that's like the conditions of the ticket, and then like Jock Peterson's face is on one side of the ticket, and it's just like this gaudy ticket, and all you need is the barcode. I didn't need that. So I said, let me just charge my phone to 100, and I'll make sure to have the ticket ready when I go in line at the stadium. So You're laughing, John. This is such a great story. Because I got paper tickets, and you know why. I know why. Bagman was with us, too, and Bagman, I mean, he, Bagman was having a field day. So, I, my phone's at 100%. I charge the phone. I do all that. I get to the stadium, and, of course, they need, they need to go through security. So, I take the keys out of my pocket. I, I take my phone out. I take my scorecard out. <laughs> I'm surprised they let you know that. It's a book, man. Yeah, I know, but it had, like, sharp pens in it. Anyway, good thing you're not head of security. So, anyway... What? I, thought I was going to play hey, but I, I lost the button. Anyway, keep talking. Okay. So, I get there. They take out the keys and all that. 
on my phone, there on my phone ready is the ticket. And for some reason, I don't know why, the lady who's like trying to check people in is trying to, she's like, can I see your ticket? So I pull up StubHub on my phone. Shout out. And I show her like, here, here's my ticket. She's like, okay. And then I, I get a little scrambled. I get a little confused about like my hat and all that. So I put everything down and I go through the machine and the wand goes over me and they, they check me and I don't have anything on me. So I go through. For Somehow in the time that it took me to get everything back in my pocket, somehow the the screen I had up on StubHub, either just because going past that equipment just knocked out the cell service or them touching and grabbing all my things, like change the screen, now I can't get to my ticket anymore. So I'm sitting there listening to the starting lineup for the Dodgers. John Beanie's gone through with his paper ticket. Bagman's gone through with his paper ticket. And I'm sitting there walking up and down the line of – uh, ticket scanners trying to get cell service to get into Dodger Stadium. And I'm like, this is insane. It's right here on my phone. And so finally, thankfully, the Dodgers have Wi-Fi. Because I have no cell service, it takes like a minute to actually get the thing up and running. Finally, the ticket shows up, and I scan it, and I go through. So that's the story how I got into Dodger Stadium yesterday. Uh, we learned quickly that we lose Dave if you have a food coma. Yeah. By the fourth inning, you had had so many hot dogs, you were done. Yeah, but it was also the sun, because the sun was very hot. It was very hot. I, I didn't realize, okay? I did not realize. You've never been to a game at Dodger Stadium? I've been to a game at Dodger Stadium, not when it's... I've never been... When I sit in right field, it's always a night game. I forgot, man. And to indulge the audience before we, we head on here. Uh, John, you're raising your hand. I'll get to you in a minute. Uh, we will get to the American League. Don't worry. Um, one thing that's funny, if you ever go to a Dodger game on a Sunday afternoon, watch this. It's a sellout on the left side, and it's a, it, it like, uh, it's a C on the right side, I think, because everyone knows the shade is on the left side of the stadium when you go to an afternoon Sunday game at Dodger Stadium. And so if you watch on TV or you go to a game, if you are looking at home plate out at the outfield, the left side of Dodger Stadium is a sellout, and the right side looks like a Rays game. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> What happened there? I don't know. I pressed something wrong. Uh, the reason why they want to see your ticket is what happened at the LAFC game I went to. So what happened was I was at the stadium, and this dude, he slid between the machine and the gate and ran into the stadium. What? And then they said, hey, he doesn't have a ticket. And he ran back out like a, little, like a little weasel. But so he tried to get in by running behind the machine and going around. So that's why they want to see your ticket, because he got through security, scanned everything, and then they're like, hey, he doesn't have a ticket, and he ran back out. Thank you for that. Don't do that, kids. It'll tase you. Uh, okay, now that, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. What? Too far. Yeah, okay, I don't think they're going to tase him. Uh, try him. Okay. Oh, you're discouraging the kids at home. Yes, if you do that, you will be tased in the future. Okay, so don't do it. Don't do it. All right, quickly, the American League. New York Yankees. New York Yankees, a lot of money. They have Giancarlo Stanton. Well, that's redundant, Yankees and money. Their, their GM's name is literally Brian Cashman. You know, that is one of the great – I will admit. What? Yeah, that's a true story. The GM of the New York Yankees is actually named Brian Cashman. I love it when things really are the cliche that they're made out to be. The Yankees – now, I'm sure he's a qualified general manager – but just the idea that the New York Yankees are just strutting around gangster style so much, they said, you know what, 
We are the Yankees, and we're going to prove it so much, the general manager of our team's last name is going to be Cashman. That is gangster right there. So the Yankees have a bunch of money. They have two great hitters in baseball. But their problem is they played in the same division as the Boston Red Sox, who, if we get to Beanie Factoids, why don't you just do it now? And now, it's time for Beanie Factoids throughout the show. Number one. This is the first time in baseball history that the New York Yankees and the Boston Red Sox both had 100 wins. What? Yes, so they played in the division as the best team in baseball. Only one team wins the division. And so the Red Sox, with what, 109-plus wins, won that division. Yankees, with more than 100 wins, finished in second. So that's the only thing against them. They'll play in the wild card game against the Oakland A's. The Oakland A's, you may know them from the movie Moneyball. They're still doing that. Billy Bean, I think, is like a president of something now. Careful. You know what? I'm going to use these words. I don't care what these, these PC executives think, okay? I'm going to use the word president if I need to, okay? Just saying. Watch yourself. All right. Billy Bean, Moneyball guy, still advising the team. They're still doing this Moneyball strategy. They have a hitter named Chris Davis. You want to tell us about Chris Davis? Number two. Chris Davis has hit 246 exactly the last three years. Excuse me, four years. What? True story. Yeah, he's had the same batting average the last four years. I think it's 246. You might be right or wrong on that. Anyway, good team. They'll play the Yankees. And Bagman says if the Yankees lose this game, they're going to be major changes to the wild card format because the TV people want the Yankees in the playoffs. Houston Astros. Houston Astros, best team in baseball, scary team. The American League is loaded this year, but the Astros are still a fantastic, scary team. When they get going, they are like that Bugs Bunny sketch where they're doing the conga line around the bases. It's incredible. Boston Red Sox. For at least this year, they have also been the Bugs Bunny going around the bases in a conga line. Maybe they win, maybe they don't, but it's been a fantastic season for the Red Sox. We'll see what they do in the playoffs. Cleveland's baseball team. All right, this is one case where maybe we should be a little bit uh, <clears throat> careful. Um, yeah, Cleveland, basically, we don't know quite how good they are. They are good, but they played in a division with, um, shall we say, less than favorable opponents. They're the only team in their division that had a winning record, if I'm correct. So what? they are good, but how good are they, and how much is just the fact that, you know, they played in a really bad division? Is that everyone? I think it's everyone. Hold on. You did Yankees. You did A's. You did Astros, uh, Red Sox. Yep, that's everyone. All right, so that's our baseball preview. John, give me two more of your factoids real quick. Number three. First time in baseball history, two game 163s on the same day. What? There was the one with the Dodgers as a tiebreaker to see who would win the division. Also one with the Milwaukee Brewers and the Cubs. Won by the Milwaukee Brewers. Congratulations. And number four. That's my job. Number four. Chris Davis of the Baltimore Orioles finished with the worst batting average in the history of baseball. What? True story. Look it up. Okay. And those are your manufacturers. All right. Quickly, while we have a minute, we're going to go. Should we do letters or game of the week? Let's do game of the week. We'll get the letters in the after show. Okay. Game of the week is tied. Number one. A is the Roval race. NASCAR did something crazy. They went to a track that normally has left turns. They went into the infield, made right and left turns. Two drivers crashed coming to the final corner of the race, and the guy in third won. It was amazing. Congratulations to Ryan Blaney on winning the first race at the Roval. Congratulations. Yeah. And 
Patrick Mahomes is a star on Monday Night Football. Bagman would say he's the greatest quarterback of all time. I think he's pretty decent. That's it for the show. We'll see you next week. Until then, I'm Daniel. Bye. This is the Informal Post Show. All right, we got some letters about last week. Um, as you know, the pool of controversy giveth and the pool of controversy taketh away. This week, the pool of controversy brought in a lot of letters. Uh, this person writes in, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Cam Newton. Yeah, the NFL quarterbacks are just uh, one color. Okay. I, I said some things in the moment that I didn't necessarily mean. Now, I'm not saying like, basically, I'm just thinking. I'm, having, I'm in this pool. I'm having to say stuff. I understand that there is diversity at the quarterback position, and there should be. All I'm saying is when you look at college and you compare it to the NFL, one of these things is not like the other. That's all I'm saying. I, I, okay? It's cool. I mean, if, if they're the most talented people, that's cool. I'm just saying that it looks a little bit different um, with that. And last thing as well, I did say six-feet quarterbacks. I meant over six feet. I didn't mean they just have to be six feet. Anyway, we'll talk to you next week with more baseball.